Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash fine. Visit IXL.com slash fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com slash fine. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean Every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Christine Baranski is back as Diane Lockhart in the new season of The Good Fight, along with Kush Jumbo, Rose Leslie, Sarah Steele, Audra McDonald, Delroy Lindo, and Michael Sheen. Now streaming exclusively on CBS All Access. Join the fight by heading over to cbs.com book to redeem your free trial of CBS All Access to watch the new season, now streaming exclusively on CBS All Access. That's cbs.com slash book to redeem your free trial of CBS All Access. It's happened to all of us. Right before an important presentation, the printer runs out of ink. Brother Inkvestment tank printers help put a stop to this and can literally change the way you ink. With your choice of up to one or two years of ink included in box, Inkvestment tank helps eliminate the expense and hassle of frequently buying and replacing ink cartridges. Learn more at changethewayyouink.com. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content, so maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. We've reached the end of our fourth season of By the Book. And you know what that means? Retirement! No! No! Not even close! It's time for another By the Book season wrap-up. Ah. That's right. It's time for our By the Book Season 4 wrap-up. 
and this is the first of our current crop of bonus episodes. Every other week between now and our season five launch in May, we're going to be releasing a new bonus episode. But if a bonus episode every other week isn't enough for you, please subscribe to Stitcher Premium because we have an entire new exclusive season being released there called By the Book, Authors Tell All. It features interviews with many of the authors of books we've lived by over the past four seasons, as well as a few interviews with authors we just happen to love. We've already talked to Gretchen Rubin, America's Cheapest Family, and communications expert Celeste Headley. New episodes drop every Thursday. So to get access to buy the book, authors tell all, go to stitcherpremium.com and use the code book to get a free month of Stitcher Premium. Plus, you'll be able to listen to 21,000 hours of other great ad-free content, bonus episodes, and comedy albums. That's stitcherpremium.com and use the code book. All right, let's get into this season four wrap-up. And as we do every season with our wrap-ups, we're going to rehash the past season book by book and talk about what's stuck, if we've had any new revelations, and what, in retrospect, was pure torture. Let's go in order. Yes, let's do this. Book one, Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. It feels like a lifetime ago. It does. So, Jolenta, what's stuck for you? Uh, I loved the Sex Every Day <laughs> Challenge. I don't know if that surprises you. And I am definitely trying to implement it every time Brad and I go on vacation. Oh, I'm a big believer in that. Vacation yeah. sex vacation is something. Vacation like, what do you go on vacations for? If not yes. to just bones in a different bed. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. That's, I mean... Dean and I were just talking about that the other day. We were like, we need of to go on another vacation were. so we just have an excuse to have sex 30 times a day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. For me, what stuck? Yeah. I already had this tendency before the book trying to put a good spin on things when things don't always feel good. And I've continued to after this book. So I don't know if that means it's stuck or I'm just doing what I've always done. That's eh, stuck. Okay. I consider it stuck. Okay. Thank stuck. you. Next up, we have new revelations from Girl, Wash Your Face. Ever since we did that book, I've been thinking a lot more about having it all and how that is bullshit. Yes. <laughs> and just how, like, all of Rachel Hollis's advice is geared towards having a life that I don't identify with with aspiring to. And I don't like the sort of prescribed notions of, like, what you should be going for. Like, you want to be an influencer and a blogger and just, like, have money to buy a nice bag. And it's like, guys— no, we can all have it all differently, and we don't need to follow someone's prescribed steps to try and be just like them. Yeah. Uh, how about you? New revelations. All right. So I went down a hole, and I just started learning more and more and more about Rachel Hollis and her relationship with multi-level marketing companies. Oh, and we talked yes. a little bit about this in mm -hmm. the epilogue for the episode, but I've just learned more and more. I've come across a whole bunch of tweets she sent out promoting MLMs. I didn't realize until a listener pointed out that when we listened to The Dream, which was one of the podcasts we liked about MLMs, that her voice is one of the voices you hear in that no, series. Oh, really? Yes. I have to go back and re-listen. Yeah. She's very tied to them. She does not run an MLM, but she must be getting kickbacks from them because oh, she's yeah. always speaking at their conferences yes. and plugging like their material yes. on her social media. Yes. Like she's in bed with them in a way that scares me. And I mean, she is in a much bigger way in bed with them than you or I even realize. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Much bigger way. All right. 
torture? Should we yes. get to what was pure torture in what this book? What was pure torture? Oh, you know what was pure torture about this book was having to listen back to the fight I had with Brad in the bathroom. About washing your face? About washing my face <laughs> during Girl, Wash Your Face. And I just realized, like, sometimes Brad is right, and I can come off sounding like a sort of infallible, pushy jerk. Mm. And it's not fun to have to listen to the sides of yourself you don't like. Yeah. Like, I was just sort of tantrum-y that night and, like, being kind of a bully. Mm-hmm. It's not—that sucked. No, it's not. I mean, I'm sure both you and I have had many moments like oh, that over sure. the years of hosting the show where we listen back and we're like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I feel that definitely over certain episodes where I, I kind of cringe, but— Yeah. Ugh, too late. It's how already about, out there. How about you? What was pure torture? Oh, I said this at the time, and I'll say it again. I absolutely hated that starting off point from the book, admitting we're liars. The whole premise of the book is admit you're a liar, admit you're a liar so you can fix it. And you know what? Launching her whole premise of how to fix yourself with the idea of self-blame, it's just horrible. It's It's not fun. No, and it reminded me of that old pickup artist method, which is first put a girl down, make her feel that she needs your approval, and then— do bullshit stuff to her. Yeah, it's nagging. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Rachel Hollis just nagged us. Yeah. All right, let's move on to a book that everyone knows I love this book. Yes. A Simple Act of Gratitude by John Kralik. Let's talk about what stuck. Jolenta, tell me, what stuck? What stuck has been trying to remember thank yous for people that don't get thanked a lot, whether it's the person running the desk at my yoga studio or your doctor, you know, just the people who do jobs that make our lives just a teeny bit easier every day that we tend to just sort of walk past. Mm, nice. How about you? What stuck? Um, I, th- I feel kind of bad about this because I feel like I'm kind of doing the same thing I did with Girl, Wash Your Face. And I'm going to say something that I already kind of do all the time anyway, which is the glad game. Oh, yeah. I'm already a glad game person, but I feel like I play it a little bit more even Mm -hmm. since living by a simple act of gratitude. And I do think about that chapter a lot. That chapter in the book made me cry. It was so touching how he and his daughter, and they were going through that tough time and living in that. They'd read Pollyanna together. Yeah, living in that rundown apartment where, like, you couldn't even close the windows all the way. couch. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, glad game. That stuck, but I kind of have always played that. Nice. All right. What about New Revelations? New Revelation. My new revelation is I'm not sorry about thank you notes. I'm not sorry that I sort of do them begrudgingly. I'm not sorry that I think of them as a burden that has been sort of foisted upon me. And, like, I just don't want to feel guilty about it anymore. And living by a book that sort of made me feel even more guilty about it really pushed me to be like, you know what? Fuck it after this. Never writing another thank you note again? I haven't written my thank you note from Christmas that Brad, like, specifically asked me to write to his <laughs> aunt who gave me a beautiful present. Thank you, Aunt Renee. Uh, <laughs> and I'm a bad person, but I'm embracing it. <laughs> All right. For new revelations, this isn't specifically about the book. It's about something that happened while we were living by this book. That counts Okay, to me. good, good. And that is that we have a lot of listeners who have had gynecological health issues. And Mm -hmm. you may recall that I had to have surgery on my woman parts during this book. And I was crying a lot. And I was in a lot of emotional pain and physical pain during this. It It was tough. But 
it meant so much to hear from so many listeners out there and to not feel alone. And Mm -hmm. not that I want any other woman to go through the stuff that I've gone through. I think it's also just good to normalize talking about gynecological issues. Like anyone who has a uterus and ovaries and stuff is going to most likely have some medical issues with them, especially because science is a little behind when it comes to women parts. Yes. So let's normalize talking about surgeries and ovarian cysts that apparently everyone's had and are horrible (laughs) and painful, but I didn't know everyone had them until I had my own the size of an orange. You know, let's just talk about it. It's really great, everyone who's written in about this. So thank you. Thank you so much. Now, what about torture? Did anything in this book torture us? No, nothing, because it was a perfect book. What? Uh, no, I no. know I'm wrong. I know you felt tortured by a simple I, act of gratitude. The thing that tortured me was not gratitude. I am very pro-gratitude. <laughs> but I am anti-feeling like I have to pat the author on the back because he was sort of what I will call a bit of a selfish mess, and then realize, like, being thankful could be good for him. Like, I don't want to pat him on the back for that. That, I And I felt like the whole time I was reading it, he was also subtly being like, but also I'm amazing because I realized saying thank you. I just, I realized saying thank you. Like, <laughs> not even I realized saying thank you is, like, good for others, but, like, I said it. Like, eh. It was good for him, though. Look how much happier he got by he, the end of the It's great book. for him. Yeah, I think that's great. I oh, think it's great. Yeah, All right. right. And you literally have nothing that was torture? No, this book was not torture. It was great. Oh, I loved this book. Wow. I loved it. Simple act of gratitude. Love this book. All right. What about our third book we lived by? The Year of Yes Yay! by one Miss yes, Shonda yes, Rhimes. Yes, 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 yes. What stuck, Kristen? Okay, so I didn't mention this in the episode. Because the book I was writing at the time, that book being So You Want to Start a Podcast, now available for pre-order, that book was still kind of top secret. But one of the things that stuck was when I was reading Shonda's book, she really helped me to be a better writer. And her book continues to help me be a good writer. And that's because her style isn't high-minded or literary. It's not out there trying to win Booker Prizes. But it's fun and it's relatable and it's full of vivid stories. And the number one thing that makes her writing great is that she's so much herself. Mm, Yes. And it's helped me to worry less about my own writing being great, all caps. Um, Just like, are you communicating your story in your way with your voice? Yes, absolutely. And that really stuck with me because writing that book I worried sometimes about it, and there were a lot of messages in the back of my brain from back when I was getting my MFA in fiction writing of, like, Mm. is this great? And, you know, all my professors who were Pulitzer winners and so on, it's like, would this professor even approve? And it's like, who cares if they approve? just has to be in my voice. It's fine. What stuck for me was actually similar. (laughs) Basically that Shonda is a great writer, and writing matters in these kind of books, too. It doesn't need to just be like a list of advice. It can be a memoir with advice peppered in, and it can be a compelling, entertaining story. Yes. Like, just the fact that you can really tell a story through giving people advice and, like, and what you learned. It's just so beautiful and simple, and it's really stuck with me thinking about that. Yeah. It was so fun to read that book. It was such a good read. All right, uh, let's new talk- Revelations? Yes, Revelations. So what about for you? A New Revelation has been sort of the amount of thought that goes into saying yes or saying yes to no, if that makes sense. Uh, I tend to either act on impulse or say what I think people want to hear. It's like very polar opposites. But after living by this book, I sort of realized like, wait, you can stop and think about what you want and check in with your feelings and discuss with yourself how far out of your box you want to push yourself 
before you say yes or no to things. And it makes saying yes easier because you're not just flying by the seat of your pants or saying yes out of what you feel is an obligation. Nice. Thank you. What was your your revelation? All right. So after reading this book, I started just following Shonda on, you know, social media Duh. and keeping up all the time on everything she does. And I don't want to say I'm obsessed with her, but I always, I already was a fan so of her. So you already, like, yeah. have dabbled in the Grey's Anatomy world and whatnot. Yes. And one of the things that I was so excited to learn, this is a new revelation, that she has a 15-year deal with Netflix. Yes. 15 years. It's exciting. And I've been researching the heck out of some of the new series that she's going to make. And one of them that I'm so excited about is based on the Isabel Wilkerson book, The Warmth of Other Suns, which is about the great black migration in the U.S. Mm. I am so excited that she's turning that into a TV series. Oh, my God. And the show that I think you're going to love the most is called The Sunshine Scouts. And it's a post-apocalyptic show about teen girls who survive the end of the world while at a summer camp. Oh, my gosh. Like, I just got chills. Yes. I love post-apocalyptic. I love groups of girls. I love Shonda. I love it all. Yeah, and I just love that she Ugh. is trying so many different kinds of things to it's do something so that's good. like a historical novel and a post-apocalyptic girl power series. I, I truly cannot wait. Yeah, so good. All right, what was pure torture about the year of yes? I mean, what was torture for me is not surprising, which was saying yes to people I don't know well slash strangers, mm-hmm. which is just very, it's just very hard for me to... Even if someone else has put themselves out there first to, like, put myself out there back when I don't feel, like, 100% safe. But I'm also realizing, like, you can find more safe places if you let more people into your life. Yes. So healthy torture. Yeah, it was healthy torture. All right. How about you? Mine was unhealthy torture because you may recall that during the book, I just kept saying yes so much that I got sick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then the sickness did not alleviate itself naturally by saying yes some more. Um, No. Saying yes to, like, going out drinking (laughs) while you were sick didn't help? Weird. (laughs) But I can't blame this on the book because I know this is just what I do. Yeah. And it's what I worried about going into this book even of like, oh, Kristen no, already says yes to someone everything. who already says yes all the time is living by a book about saying yes. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Oh, God. Oh, our oh. next book, oh. Pick Three by Randy Zuckerberg. Yeah. What stuck? For me, I hate Randy just as much as I hated her when I read this book. What stuck for me is very similar. I, I still kind of resent Randy. <laughs> I just kind of resent her. Nice. Okay, what about new revelations? I realized after doing some research on Randy, because of course I can't let a resentment go, even after we're done living by the book, I realized this book is based on one viral tweet she made. It was like a tweet and an answer at a conference, and I think it was forced into book form way before it was fully baked. It was just a random idea of like, pick three, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, awesome, here's a book deal. And then it was like, oh, shit, how do I expand this into a full book? So that was my new revelation. I'm like, ah, oh, that's why this feels so just sort of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like she saw what stuck and like based it all in her categories. But also you can do any categories you want. But then that makes this entire book sort of obsolete because these chapters don't apply to you. And like it's just it makes so much sense now. Yeah. Books based on tweets. Wow. My new revelation. I don't even know if this is that new of a revelation. <laughs> We've talked about this a lot on the show, but it really hit home with this book. Mm-hmm that rich white ladies can be just as irritating as rich white dudes in the self-help universe. And, oh, my God, this book really hit that point home. Yeah. 
I think really, it did. And really, it's like, really when good. we bring up privilege, we're not trying to say you're bad if you have it. But if you're going to tell people advice, you should be aware of, like, where you come from in life and where other people come from. And for Randy, where she comes from is very unrelatable to even, like, people like you and I who are doing okay in life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's, like, totally unrelatable where it's, like, you have to just be aware of where you come from and be aware of who you're talking to. It's not like you need to feel shame forever because you happen to be born white and in a wealthy family. Like, yeah. What was pure torture about reading this book? I think just reading an entire book based on a tweet (laughs) is torture. I agree. I was going to say more specifically her horrible writing. You mean hashtag (laughs) writing? Yeah, all the hashtags, all of the, I mean, her writing is just not good. She just really latched on to all the buzzwords that were popular like four years ago when she wrote that tweet and like never let go. Yeah, and then she just doesn't really seem to know herself or her audience as well. To go back to what you were saying, I mean, one thing that drove me nuts, she's so out of touch. She said things like she obviously knew what pressure was at a young age because she tried to get into Harvard as a theater nerd. Now imagine yourself in my shoes, huh? I was a theater nerd trying to get into college. I didn't even fucking apply to Harvard, girl. (laughs) Oh, God. It was just bad. Also, for undergrad, it's not where you go for theater. (laughs) Their graduate program's amazing, but for undergrad, it's just like a regular undergrad. Oh, God. We hated that book. We have nothing good to say about that book, do we? No. No. Wow. We really didn't. On that note, should we take a break? Yeah. Let's take a break. And then when we come back, we can maybe talk about Ponce Drunk. Should we get a beverage for that? Yes. I'm going to slip into my jam jams and we'll be right back. Kristen, women come in different shapes and sizes and we all deserve to have swimsuits that we love. And that's why we are so excited to tell you about MiracleSuit.com. They offer beautiful, stylish, control swimwear that caters to all lifestyles, body types, and sizes. You know what I absolutely love about the Miracle Suit? What? I feel completely supported the whole time. Things aren't just jiggling everywhere. Right. And there's butt coverage because Mm. I am so not into my butt hanging out. Miracle Suit keeps my butt in. You deserve a swimsuit that will show off your beautiful, flawless curves. You deserve a Miracle Suit. Get 20% off any swimsuit from MiracleSuit.com and free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. when you go to MiracleSuit.com slash book. To get this fantastic 20% discount, go to MiracleSuit.com slash book. That's MiracleSuit.com slash book. Hum Nutrition is all about making us look and feel our best. Each specific supplement packs a combo of potent ingredients designed for specific aims like clearer skin, boosted energy, or fuller hair, and is backed by clinical results. HUM focuses on preventing concerns and long-term care and repair, not damage control and not covering up. And HUM's products are sustainably sourced, non-GMO, and free of soy, gluten, artificial colors, and preservatives. Plus, they have a lot of vegan options, which we love. Currently, I can't get enough of the Hair Sweet Hair Growth Gummies. I take two of them every evening as a little dessert, and my hair has been growing strong. There is less breakage. It is shiny. It is luscious. I love it. Go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started for your personalized recommendations and get 20% off your purchase with code BTB. 
That's humnutrition.com slash get underscore started and code BTB. All right, we're back. We've got beverages. We're in our PJs. Let's talk Pants Drunk by Miska Rantanen. What's stuck, Kristen? Um, nothing. What about you, Jolenta? <laughs> what? That's my answer. Uh, nothing stuck. What has stuck for me is not working while I watch my special shows. Oh, good. good. So, like, I might let some dumb shows wash over me while I work once in a while still, but if it's, like, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere, it's, like, let's stop working and sit down and just really get lost in it. You oh, know? that's good. Put the laptop aside. Just enjoy. Exactly. And you had no... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing stuck. I can't. I can't. All right. New revelations. Okay. So this was a really hilarious revelation. I should not include my household smart speaker in any episodes of our show. Why? Because the number of listeners who wrote in after that episode was published, so many wrote in and said that their smart speakers went nuts. Oh, because you were talking to yes. a smart speaker and it activated them? And it activated their smart speakers in their homes. We heard from people all over the world who were like, there was one what? woman who wrote in and said, our house has five smart speakers no. and all five of them went ape shit and were talking to each other and one of them is playing music like on level 10 in no. some in some kid's bedroom oh. while upstairs in her husband. Oh, my God. It was. Well, now I want to be like, Alexa, what's the no, weather? No, no. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. No, we're not talking to smart speakers anymore on this show. We, I, I just. Hey, Siri, that's the weather. <laughs> oh, there goes my phone. <laughs> oh, it's on airplane mode. Okay. It's not connected. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So that's my revelation. Let's never, ever talk with smart speakers again on the show as you just did. <laughs> yes. Good revelation. <laughs> All right. What about you? I've been thinking a lot about introversion and how a lot of people wrote in afterwards being like, OMG, I'm an introvert too. Like, it's so embarrassing. Like, I feel like there's sort of a lot of shame around introversion because you're supposed to always want to be out and exploring and friends and experiences and Instagram it. And I kind of love Panstrong for being like, guys, it's okay to admit you want to do nothing and watch TV because our lives are overstimulating and crazy. And, like, it's okay to be an introvert and recharge in a way that some people would say is garbage person-y. Yeah. Well, I also think America is very much—not that all of our listeners are from the States, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like, a third of them are not. We love you international listeners. Yay. But our American listeners know very well that in the U.S., extroversion is celebrated. It's really seen it, as— It's like the ideal personality trait, almost. Yeah. Like, you can be an entrepreneur. You can be an actor. You can be an influencer. There are so many things you can be if you're extroverted. And it's not like all the people I know who are introverts, like, they are out interacting in the world. It's just when they're home, they might be more tired. Yeah. And, like, they might not want to talk more. But it's like, everyone's like, you're an introvert. And it's like, yeah, I'm still going to, like— be bubbly when I'm talking to a person. Just fucking tired <laughs> afterwards. Uh, what was pure torture? So for me, in Ponce Drunk, everyone knows this, drinking alone while reading all those mean things people wrote to me. Yeah. Um, but Jolenta, I have to say, I love how you've gotten much more vigilant about hiding mean letters from me. I've been trying. And you even made that special folder for me. Yes. That just has nice letters. Yes. It says love letters. Yes. Read and, when sad. Yes. Oh, 
Jolenta, thank you for making that. That of was course. so sweet of you to yeah, do. Yeah, because I know you will go down lots of negative rabbit holes if yes. you can. Yes. All uh, right. What about you? What was pure torture? For me, what was torture was we got some listeners who complained that this book wasn't torture enough. Oh, my God. So and many of them. Like, I miss when you're always upset and like throwing away all your belongings. And it's like, yeah, that was super fun and entertaining for what it was. But like, I can't. Mari every episode and yeah. like why can't we live by a book that lets me do a thing I like doing already yeah like why can't I get a break yeah I loved living by the gratitude book and I know some people said that that was lazy of me to do but yeah and it's like just because we liked a book doesn't mean we're lazy yeah all right next up we have big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert yes what stuck for you Jolenta I still love thinking about ideas as disembodied things that float around and try to hook up with people. (laughs) Like, I imagined ideas sort of, like, knocking on my head, being like, hey, you up? Like, (laughs) Like, that has stuck so hard. Oh, and my office makeover has also stuck. It has been a huge improvement. The, like, energy flows better. The ideas can hook up with me better there. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you. I really am. I really am. (laughs) What stuck for you? You know what's really stuck for me is that reminder that you do not have to be a tortured artist yes. in order to be creative. You don't have to monetize your art. You shouldn't even rely on your art to be paying the bills for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I just love that mindset. And I've really held on to that mindset since reading this book. It's just reassured me in all sorts of ways. I love that. Good. I love it. I love it too. Don't need to be tortured. Let's just yeah. make stuff if we want to make stuff. Exactly. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be just for you. Yeah. All right. What about New Revelations? My new revelation is I think I was too hard on this book. Like, it really changed my life in a positive way. I'm like, why did I have to shit on it at the end? Because was it because I loved it too much? I don't think it's that. I think I have a theory, which is I was in acting school when this book came out. And all of the, like, extra woo-woo actors who, like, sort of live on, like, a planet of denial about, like, everything's perfect, even though I have, like, a failing career and, like, what am I doing with my life? Like, all the most delusional actors I knew were the most obsessed with big magic. So I <laughs> I always sort of had a chip on my shoulder about it. And I think that carried through to my verdict. Oh, my God. It's funny how that happens sometimes where there are certain things that I hate even more than the thing itself because of the people who right. like it. Monty Python talking to you. Well, and I was even the same way with Harry Potter. I was like a big holdout. And then all of a sudden in college, I was like, fuck, these are good. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit, why did I shit on this? So I feel like that was my revelation of like, oh, I shit on it just to like shit on it a little, I think. Well, those people probably sullied it to you a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. 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 How about you? Okay, so... This revelation was a pure joy, which was I did not like Eat, Pray, Love. Mm -hmm. I read the book. And to be able to read a book that's a completely different kind of book and enjoy it so completely, that's a revelation. It made me want to go back and think of other Mm. authors that I didn't like their books and maybe try a different book by that author. Yeah, I definitely have written off authors after one book. Yeah, and it's like, well, that was just one book. And Elizabeth Gilbert writes such a variety of books. She writes novels. She writes memoirs. She writes all sorts of profiles of people. And it was just a great revelation because I can hate one thing by somebody and love something else by them. And of course, I mean, logically, it makes sense because I think of all the times that I've loved a book by someone and hated the next book out yeah. by them. It can go the other way there around, too. There are some too. Shakespeare plays I hate. Oh, God. Ugh. Granted, we don't know if they were all written by him, but that's another theater rabbit hole to go down. Okay, let's talk about what was pure torture in Big Magic. Honestly, nothing. Agreed, nothing. nothing. Oh, High my five. gosh. 
Yes, that was both of us clapping into our own respective microphones. (laughs) That's our fake high-fiving that we do sometimes. (laughs) Okie dokie. Up next, we have Astrology for Happiness and Success by Mecca Woods. What stuck? Nothing. Really? Why why would any of this? uh, No, none of this would stick. Why would anything? Okay. 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 What what about you? Uh, I wear my robe more. Oh, good. The coral robe of boning. The boning (laughs) robe. And just FYI, it is not a sexy robe. It's like a floor length, long sleeve robe. Is it terry cloth with a hood? It's not terry cloth. It's a thin cotton because I get hot after showers. And like there is definitely like a dried blood stain on it somewhere from cutting myself shaving. Like it is not a hot robe. It's just the only coral item of clothing I owned. But I wear it a lot more because apparently it makes my eyes pop. Okay. Okay. Good. What about new revelations? New revelation, especially after we did the mini episode for this book, was I do wish there was more to this book. Yes, I loved it. But I often forget that as a Taurus sun sign and Taurus rising, I very much identify with a Taurus. But this book didn't include anything about rising signs, moon signs, the houses. Like, it just missed out on a lot that could still be introductory level, I think, and make it a little more nuanced. Also, make it so people could make use of more of the chapters, Mm -hmm. because it really is just like chapter per sign. That is it. But it's like, if you told us about our rising or moon, we could read other chapters and like make it all work together. It's just, I feel like a little bit is missing sort of after the fact. I've been thinking about that. How about you? For me, the biggest revelation was, holy crap, the most divisive thing we've ever covered is astrology on this show. I think you're right. People have such strong feelings about it. The believers feel attacked when non-believers bring up scientific arguments. The non-believers feel attacked when believers say things to them like, of course you don't believe. You're a Capricorn. And I mean, oh my God. It got so heated on it our Facebook page. I'm not someone who normally deletes comments on Facebook, but yeah. I started deleting comments and writing back to people apologizing. Like, I'm really sorry, but I have to delete this comment. Like, don't start this like rabbit hole. Please, please. Fight again. Can we please be nice to each other? That's crazy. Oh, God. I, I felt horrible about it. Um, I know you just delete comments without writing back to people, but for me, I just, yeah, I, I felt so apologetic about it, but it got. So heated. Yeah. People very, have very heated opinions. Yes. I thought this would just be a fun episode. I did not think it would turn into Right. That. I thought it would be sort of tarot-esque about like, ah, oh, never thought about it that much. But it was like, oh, I think about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. What was pure torture about the astrology book? I want to hear from you. Uh, what was torture for me is being teased for enjoying astrology by my loved ones like Kristen and Brad. I'm sorry. It's okay. It wasn't torture, but sometimes it gets old. It's Mm. like, yeah, this is a thing I have fun with. Like, no one gives me that much shit for liking Catherine Hepburn, which is just as nerdy and weird. No. Loving Catherine Hepburn is a universal. Is it? Loving yes. Audrey Hepburn is a universal. Well, that's lazy. Exactly. I think that's lazy. Like, look, it she is looks lazy. like a like, pixie. Ooh, she cute. Like, yeah. Yeah, where her but skill Catherine Hepburn at. is like. Was she nominated for 12 Oscars? No. Yeah. Only Meryl Streep could beat that. Yeah. <laughs> Love her. I think everybody loves Catherine Hepburn. So smart. So, so feminist. Yeah. All those things. She's crazy. She All bought out things. her own contract. Yes. Anyway. So good. All right. So for me, what was torture? All the listeners who wanted to put me into a category so badly. Classic Capricorn. They I'm joking. Really, yeah, they, they really wanted to do that. And the, the thing is, I think the categorization thing, a lot of people love categories. Mm-hmm. But I get so nervous about categories because to me, categories can be dangerous so mm-hmm. quickly. 
They can it, divide people. They can. And they can quickly devolve into tribalism, into sexism, into racism. Mm-hmm. And people so often just want to hang out with people and hire people and live in the same neighborhood as other people who, quote, speak their language. Yeah. And I just think that's really dangerous. Yeah. No, and that makes sense. I'm sure part of this is based on my own sensitivity of frequently being the only non-white person in a yeah. room. And I know immediately I'm being categorized right exactly. there. Or yeah. the, or only the woman. second you open your mouth and you sound Minnesotan. Like, yes. You don't meet people's categories and then they need to question you immediately. Yeah. And then they need to preach to me about my category and then tell me mm-hmm. that categories are more important than I think they are. And right. And just, yeah. I guess what I like about categories is they help me figure out what I do and don't agree with. Because sometimes mm. I fucking hate the categories I'm put in. And I'll be like, sexism is stupid. Like, I'm not emotional. <laughs> you are, man. Yes. That makes sense. But when you identify too hard, they get crazy. Yeah. And again, I understand why people like categories, but just I, I did not like everyone mm-hmm. writing and to no, tell me I should believe in like, them you more. Don't, if you don't, you if don't. If I don't want to be categorized, it's fine. All right. Let's talk about our final book of the season, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. What stuck for you, Kristen? My hatred for this book. Nice. Yeah. I still hate this book. (laughs) Yay! It stuck with you. Anytime I think about it, even just a little bit, I get a sour taste in my— Like a visceral reaction. Yeah. yeah, I just—I hated this book. How about you? What stuck with you? Uh, What stuck with me was how brave you were for sharing your story and how much I admire you even more than I already do for taking this book to task. Oh, don't make me cry again. I'm sorry, but it's true. What stuck with me was like— Ugh, Kristen is so good at telling her story, being vulnerable, and, like, calling bullshit. Oh, you're the best. Aww, I love thanks. you, Jolette Greenberg. I love you, Greenberg. You too. I love you, are the best. Reminder. You're the best. Uh, new revelations? You, you start. New revelation for me was self-help can really hurt people and do more damage than good. I've known parts of self-help can hurt people, but usually there's enough good stuff in there. It outweighs the, like, victim blame stuff. You know, like, even in Girl, Wash Your Face, like, some good has come out of that. Mm -hmm. But this one, I was like, no, I feel like this book only pissed me off and, like, hurt my friend. Yeah. And, like, that's just bad advice. Yeah. A revelation to me is just how differently you and I read books than a lot of our listeners do. Mm-hmm. Um, because, That's so interesting. Yeah, because when you and I read, we take such meticulous notes. I mean, I was just looking at the life-changing magic of tidying up. I have that book from when we live by it. There are over 200 post-it notes and underlines in there. And I just think about how yeah. closely we read every book and the things that we're trying to get out of books when we are distilling their advice versus – you know, what some of our readers are taking away. like, I let it wash over me, and it felt good. Yes, yes. And this book really drove that point home because we were seeing things in this book that apparently most of our listeners had not seen. Yeah. Um, The vast majority of people who have suggested this book to us. Love it. Love it. Yeah, and nobody wrote in with the caveat ever, like, by the way, trigger warning, abuse, blame. So it's just a reminder that you and I are so specific about how we read. And we're these reading books. it for different reasons. We're yes. reading it for work and to like specifically apply these tenants to our lives for two weeks. Like, yes, it's just different from like, oh, I wonder if this has anything interesting in it. Yes, you know? yes, exactly. But it really drove that point home for me. That's a really good point. What was pure torture about this book? I'd have to say everything about this book and having to listen to the pain that it brought up in my friend Kristen was heartbreaking and torture. Like, just sucked. I hated this book. Yay! Torture! Yay! Torture! (laughs) And that's it. That's all the books we read. We are going to take a very quick break, and when we come back, we will tell you which books we like best 
overall from season four and which books we loathed the most. Stay tuned. You might not think about what's actually in the perfume you wear every day, but Fleur makes stunning, non-toxic perfumes and lists every single one of their ingredients online so you get a good scent made with good, clean ingredients. On Fleur's website, you can get to know each of their scents with pictures, words, and even playlists that describe the vibe of the scent. And then you can try the different scents on your own skin at home to see if it works for you. And what I loved is when Fleur sent me my initial order, I could try on whether or not, you know, is this scent going to smell like cotton candy later on? Is it going to continue to smell woodsy and delicious like my Olmstead and Vox? What is it going to smell like? It's going to be very different on me versus you, Jolenta. Totally true. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code BOOK to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code BOOK at P-H-L-U-R dot com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R dot com. When to start a family is a completely personal decision. Some women want kids now. Others want to wait 10 years. Some don't want kids at all. But no matter what your plan, you may want to consider taking an at-home hormone fertility test from Modern Fertility. Modern Fertility gives you the knowledge and information you need to plan ahead, all for just $159. The same test costs over $1,000 at a doctor's office, and you can use your FSA or HSA accounts. I recently took their online quiz that sort of helps you get the whole process started. And one of the best parts about it is all of the information included along with the online quiz. There are stats about birth control and fertility and ages at which people are waiting to have kids now. It was super interesting. Visit modernfertility.com slash BTB and you can take their fertility quiz and get $20 off your modern fertility test. That's modernfertility.com slash BTB to take the fertility quiz and get $20 off. Modernfertility.com slash BTB. All right, Joe Lenta, we are back with our season four wrap-up of the show, and now it's time for the most important question. What was your favorite book from season four and mine, and your least favorite book, and why? So let's start off with the most favorite book most for each favorite? of us. Yeah. My favorite book from the season was Big Magic. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! It's the one I think about the most You still. gave that a mediocre review. I know. That's why I was like, Whoa. why did I do that? Because I think about it all the time. It was fun to read. It got me to make over my office. And it just makes me happy. I just always think about these ideas floating around. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yay. How about you? What was your favorite? All right. So mine was, no surprise, A Simple Act of Gratitude by John Kralik. Oh, my goodness. Of course it was. I know. And it was probably just confirmation bias. It was telling me to do a version of things that I already do every day. Yeah, to, like, amp up something you're already good at. Yeah, Yeah. to have a a thankful heart and a mindset of gratitude. 
it just, it felt great. It yeah. felt so good. And especially when I was going through all that shit with like losing the job and traveling around the country having to finish my job while yeah. I simultaneously lost my job and having surgery and all of the things that were yeah. happening, it was a good book for me at the time. It's, and Yeah, it helps sort of pull you out of your own yeah. misery and yeah. wallowing and be like, Absolutely. oh, but I can say thank you to my doctor. Yeah, it was really a good That's book great. for me. All right. And now for the worst book of season four. I have a feeling we agree. <laughs> we do. We do. Because I snuck a we, look at what you chose. We have four agreements, actually. Oh, uh, I agreed that the four agreements is the worst book we've lived by. Yes. What do you agree on? The four agreements is the worst book we have lived by. Oh, that's two agreements Yay. right there. A third agreement is that we hated this book. A fourth agreement is this book is... Yes! Those are our four agreements about the four agreements, which yeah. was absolutely the it worst book we've lived by it, this season. For me, like, not only was it victim blamey and made me feel shittier than any of the other sort of, like, you get what you bring to yourself books. It was also just a huge fucking letdown. I have heard so many good things about this book. I thought I was going to change my worldview. Like, Brene Brown style, like, what? Mm -hmm. But instead, it was just very blamey, sort of flowery, languagey. Oh, God. Garby. I, I second all of that. My life was made worse by this book, not better. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that about many other things that nope. we've lived by no. over the course of our show. Only uh, the one that, like, fucked with your eating stuff, like, in yeah. the first season, French Women Don't Get Fat, like, has yeah. something been this sort of bad for me. Yeah. It was really bad for me. So... We know what we love, we know what we hate, and I think that means we can wrap it up yeah. for this bonus episode of Buy the Book. Thanks, as always, to our amazing producer, Nora Ritchie, and to the fantastic Casey Holford at Stitcher. Please tell us yes. your experiences with these books, and of course, nominate other books that you think that we should live by. You can do that by writing to us at kristinandjalenta at gmail.com. And, of course, you can visit our Instagram at ByTheBookPod. You can hit us up on Twitter at ByTheBookPod, at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer. And remember, if these bonus episodes aren't enough for you, you should get Stitcher Premium and access our season called By the Book Authors Tell All. You can do that at Stitcher.com slash premium. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Fish tacos. Delicious. Fried or grilled? I like grilled what better. Yeah, the fry like the you don't deep fried the breading I don't need on fish sticks on it. No. No. The there's taco already like yeah. shell is the Yes, bread. exactly. Okay. All right. I'm glad we agree. <laughs> Shall we? Yes. Stitcher. Christine Baranski is back as Diane Lockhart in the new season of The Good Fight, along with Kush Jumbo, Rose Leslie, Sarah Steele, Audra McDonald, Delroy Lindo, and Michael Sheen. Now streaming exclusively on CBS All Access. Join the fight by heading over to cbs.com slash book to redeem your free trial of CBS All Access to watch the new season, streaming exclusively on CBS All Access. That's cbs.com slash book to redeem your free trial of CBS All Access. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. 
The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.